0: This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. Matthew 13, 44, and anybody can read once you're there. Matthew 13, 44 and 45. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. Somebody say treasure. Treasure. A treasure is something very valuable. It says the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man what? Discovered. There's a discovery that you need to make whether spiritual or physical or secular. If you are going to make advancements in life, you need to make certain discoveries. In fact, those discoveries is what separates people, right? So Zuckerberg discovered a way to connect people all over the world, made him a billionaire. You need to make a discovery. He said the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field one of the things about treasures is treasures are not usually on the surface. You have to discover it. You have to dig for it. You have to drill for it. Think about diamond. Think about crude oil. Think about any treasure that you know. Treasures are always hidden and you need to make a discovery. The same is wisdom. Things that you need to separate yourself and get further along in life. It needs discovery. I've talked about this many times that thinking is difficult. If you are going to think the right things that are productive, it is difficult. It takes you first of all clearing your mind of the things that are bombarding your mind. And then you begin to meditate and think deeply. Why? Because the the nugget you need is not on the surface. It's not on the surface. If all you know is what is on the surface, all you will get is what everybody is getting. You're not going to stand up. It's not a curse. Say, Ah, like, uh-uh, pastor, why are you cursing? It's not a curse. It's just a statement of fact. So, he said, he discovered a treasure that was hidden. Right? In his excitement, he hid it again, And sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. Let's read the second one too. Then I'll just type both. uh, Verse 45. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant on the lookout for choice pearls. Verse 46. When he discovers. Somebody say discover. When he discovered a pearl of great value, he sold everything he owned and bought it. First thing, they made a discovery. He discovered a treasure. He hid it and then went to do something and came back for the treasure, right? Sold everything and came back. When he found a treasure... For him to understand the value of that treasure it requires some research the Bible didn't give us all of that detail but when you just think through it some people may have stumbled on the same thing and they just left it and walked away there are certain knowledge that you have received that you did nothing about and somebody else got the same knowledge they worked on it and it transformed their life have you I don't know if this has ever happened to you as an individual before you say, ah! And they told me, oh, but I didn't do anything. You know, I knew about that, but I didn't think it was something big. And then over time, it became something huge. You know, uh, somebody was talking about, uh, let me just digress a little bit investment. Like, talked about when Netflix came on board, you know, the shares were, they were selling them for nothing, for nothing. I remember hearing about Bitcoin about when it just started, but I was so confused. I didn't know what it was. In fact, I think I understood cryptocurrency and whatever I know. I knew this year. I think it was building that was told me. I'm like, what is this thing they're talking about? You know, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. But do you know some people knew about it when it started? And it was 0. 0.0001 cent. You know, if you had just invested $500 to buy each one for 0.00001 cents where would you be today? Many people have cashed out of it, you know, and have become multi-millionaires. What am I saying? Information is coming your way every day. Every day there's new stuff coming your way. But a lot of times you do nothing about it. Too many people are too lazy to investigate, to research. They just want everything dropped on their laps. You know, and I think you have figured that life doesn't work like that. At least so far, a lot of us will have known that. You know, so once you discover, the next thing you must do is you must investigate. You must research. I told you in, uh, in research, my PhDs will know this, in research, when you are going to begin your research, the first thing is, you do is you do what they call a literature search. What you're doing is you want to find out what others have done and said about this thing that you want to work on. It takes effort. It takes effort. Nobody has ever been successful by mistake. I just mistakenly made it. It's a lie. It's a lie. Nobody, nobody ever, ever ever mistakenly succeeds in life. Amen? Maybe mistakenly fail, I don't know, but (laughs) mistakenly success requires strategy, requires planning. So let's move on. The C, the C in dice is to conceptualize. Conceptualize. You know, the way some people tell the story of whatever vision, whatever thing God has shown them or taught them, so, the thoughts are so disorganized that people that can help you cannot help you. Imagine going to the bank. And I know AK has it together more than this. Going to the bank and say, I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. You say, tell us your dream. And then you tell them the dream. You say, Okay. God bless you. <laughs> Maybe bank will not say that. <laughs> they say, we have had your dream. Very good story. Uh, go ahead and drink water on top of it. Nobody's gonna do business with you by you have a dream. Write it down. What did Habakkuk 2 say? He says, the vision is for what? An appointed time. Habakkuk 2, too. It, it said, then the Lord said to me. Write my answer plainly on tablets So that a runner can carry the correct message to others This is the almighty God speaking He didn't say keep it in your head He didn't say keep it in your heart He said write it down Write it down, write it down When you make a discovery This is how you're going to organize your thoughts And make sure you're headed in the right direction What are the things you have thought about doing? What are the dreams that you have for your life? Do you have them documented anywhere? If somebody reads it that understands the path you're going say, no, you have missed a step. They can help you then. But if all is all about I want to be a Splunk. (laughs) Splunk is my new thing now. (laughs) You know, because I have talked about Scrum. I've almost killed Scrum You know, you want to be a Splunk architect. And you are talking about being a Splunk administrator. Anybody that knows the Bible will tell you you don't start from there. But if it is not written down, how can they help you? The Bible says after the man understood the value of what he has discovered, he went and sold everything he had. He had a plan had a plan. You know, the story I really, really love is the story of those uh, four lepers by the gate of Samaria. The Bible says, as they stood by the gate of Samaria, hungry, famished, I mean, healthy people, maybe give you a quick backdrop there. Lepers were not allowed in the community of people in Bible days, even now. You know, at least I know in Nigeria, they had a leprosy colony when you're going to Benin, you know. So you, because it's very contagious, it spreads very fast. The fluid coming out of the thing, if it touches you, you not you, <laughs> but if it touches anybody, it touches somebody, you know. So, and that's why they put them in a colony while they are treating them until they are treated before they let them go. So in the Bible days, it was exactly like that people with leprosy were not allowed in the community of people. You know, so there was a famine in the land as by God. So everybody was hungry. Everybody in the city, supplies was finished. Imagine lepers were eating the leftovers from the city. The people in the city are hungry. They don't have food to eat. There is no leftover coming to them. They were super duper hungry. So they came to themselves and they said, Look, if we stay here and do nothing, we will die for sure. Because hunger will kill us. Right? They are appraising their situation. He said, but we know our enemy's camp is down the street. Soldiers always travel with food reserve and all of those things. Let us go there. Maybe they will have mercy on us. They had a plan. The question I have for you is the goal that you have in life, do you have a plan? I want to be a Linux administrator. I want to be a doctor. I want to be an engineer. I want to be, you know, all the fancy things that make money. Or, or, we hear this one. I want to be wealthy. Hope is not a strategy. Hope will keep you living, but hope is not a strategy. I hope that one day I will become a millionaire. That's not a strategy. It's not a strategy. You need a plan. So these guys devised a plan and they said to themselves, Let us go to the enemy's camp. If we stay there, we stay here, we're dying anyway. If we go over there there's an option. They may give us food or they may kill us. It doesn't I mean it, we have better odds with the enemy than staying here. Many people do not have a plan. And that is very concerning. You have hope which is good. You know? hope keeps us alive. I hope that tomorrow will be better. Okay, today was rough. I hope tomorrow will be better. But it's not a strategy for living. It's something to keep you alive and be in anticipation of what God is able and willing to do in your life. Did somebody get that? Hallelujah. So once you know what you want to do, write it down. Write it down. What's the first thing I need to do? What's the next thing I need to do? Let me give you another example. Scripture, Spiritual now. You say, I want to know God more. That's a goal. How do you get there? Ask questions. Anybody, okay, I'm standing before you today. I was not born a pastor in fact, I was not born born again. I was born, I grew up, and I grew up rough. It was the path that I chose for myself. And then God transformed me. What you are struggling with, you are not the only one that has ever struggled with it. What you're dealing with, you are not the only one that has ever dealt with it. Many have successfully dealt with it and they have overcome that situation. Amen? So, ask questions He said, how did you come to know the scripture the way you know the scripture that's a, that's a, a good question to ask somebody he said, I see the way you just recite scripture, did you just sit down and start memorizing, is that how you did it, no you can learn, you ask questions you have a plan you have a plan you have a plan, without a plan you will not go far <laughs> praise the Lord Say, for example, somebody says, I'm called to ministry. Okay? You are called to a good thing. Praise the Lord. I'm called to ministry. The next question, if you came to me, I will ask a call to do what exactly in ministry? Ministry is broad. Amen? Is there a particular group of people that you are specifically called to reach? Paul said, God has called me to preach the gospel to the Gentiles, not to the Jews. Specific. And you write it down. You note it. You note it. I started talking about this last week, you know. In church, we have different and that's what I I like, the blend we have, right? So, you have people that for example, studied medicine here in America, you know. So, if you are fresh, you, you just want to, they can tell you the step by step how to get it done, right? Or if you are a foreign doctor, you've studied medicine in a, another country and you're here, there are people, in fact, <laughs> the Allah they, they have certification from Russia, they have certification from Nigeria, and now they have certification in America. Anyhow you want it, they can answer your questions. Do you understand what I'm saying? The same thing with pharmacy. We have people that study pharmacy abroad and are now practicing pharmacy here in America or that study pharmacy here in America. In fact, what's her name? Idioma and uh, Boris, they are studying medicine right now in America, studying. Ask questions. And then when they give you answers, you can then lay out your plan. The worst part is the last point here. Is many people... Some even write down the plan, but they never execute. They gather all the information, and then they tuck it away somewhere for the next time. Friends, if you are going to go from good to great, you must, number one, make a discovery. The Bible says, as Jesus ascended to heaven, he gave gifts to all men. There is a gift of God that is upon your life. Amen. There is a gift of God that is upon my life. There is something uniquely different about your life. When you begin to walk in that, you will walk in it with ease and with grace. You know why? Because there's a measure of grace God has given you for that thing that he has given you as a gift or a talent. Praise the Lord and as you begin to practice and do whatever it is God has called you to do, there are others that have done it before. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Amen? Others have done it before you. So, ask them questions. Once you know what, what's up, write it down. Make it plain. And go ahead and execute. A plan is useless unless you It is followed through with, rise to your feet. You need focus. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.